Many aspiring musicians most often don't get the balanced mentorship that they need to be functional away from their music. Most grow up desiring to travel the world and play on the big stage, but they end up neglecting their natural God-given role as just being a good man or woman, husband or wife, and father or mother. The good musicians are often told that they have a musical gift and end up going through life believing all they are supposed to do in life is play their instrument for a living. The irony behind this thinking is, when musicians receive this as their only purpose, they limit their full potential as a human being and struggle to develop other skills outside of music. This is The Christian Musician, an audiobook that I have available on audible.com. You can listen to it for free if you start your free trial with Audible today by going to quamonfowler.com forward slash audiobook. This book will really bless you. This is the Productive Q Podcast. This show is all about empowering you with biblical principles and practical resources to help you overcome being unproductive so you can produce in the area of your passion. I'm your host, Quaman Fowler. What's going on? This is Quaman Fowler of the Productive Q Podcast, and this is the place where I inspire you in the area of your passion, and I help you overcome being unproductive okay so I know I said that wrong this is where I help you produce in the area of your passion and help you to overcome being unproductive all right so <laughs> anyway uh, this is actually one of those times where uh, when we're we're dealing with a crisis and um, we're dealing with you know from my standpoint as a, a musician and as a uh, a teacher and one who also relies on uh, in-person um, gatherings, you know, of um, people who enjoy listening to my music, you know. So here's the time where it's challenging, um, I guess, for, for all of us across the board, even if you're not a musician, it's a challenge because people, a lot of people don't have work and um, a lot of people are at home. And, uh, you know, with their families, which is great. But at the same time, you're concerned about your finances. And so um, I wanted to talk about some things because I was thinking about some scriptures, some passages of scripture that would really encourage you during this time. And so a lot of times when you're in a situation like this, and I talked about it a lot in the last uh, podcast about fear and um, how you know that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And so this is like a follow-up to, to the previous uh, podcast that I did where I was talking about that, you know? And so here's the deal. I look at it as an, as an opportunity because I've been reading different financial uh, material. I've been learning about gold and silver. I've been learning about the history of money. I've been learning about just the pattern in uh, the economy that happens, especially with, um, you know, the stock market. You know, this is something that it happens all the time. Like it'll go up for a bit of time and then it'll dip. 
it'll take a nosedive. But this is like one of the most, um, I mean, dives, the, the deepest dives that is ever taken. And, you know, it's a historical thing. They said like the, the last big one, um, I guess the Spanish, some type of Spanish flu or something that happened uh, back in the day. I don't know if it was, I, I didn't check the dates, but it was, it was another uh, epidemic that, that happened that, that, that affected the economy. And so in my lifetime, not talking about a virus in, per se, but I saw the market take a dive in 2008. And at the time, I didn't really understand uh, what to do with that. But I did talk with some other people who were millionaires after that. I'm saying who made their money um, after everything went down, the housing market and the stock market. A lot of people were panicking and taking their money out. And I ended up having some mutual funds and I ended up taking some money out and I should have left it in there because, well, it just depends on the timing. Right. Because if I would have had it in there since 2008, now all of it would have most of it would have been you know, depleted now anyway. But there's just a window of time where the economy will go will be going good and then all of a sudden all of a sudden something will happen to cause it just to 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 take a dive now just naturally i'm saying in the natural of course we all work and we all have different jobs and and things that we do so when those type of things happens uh happen it affects all of us and so it affects our money and so um, if if you are employed, then you rely on you're relying on a company to keep you employed so you can make money to feed your family or to take care of your family. And so if you are self-employed, then you um, own a job. So it's up to you to do the work so you can make the money. So if you're an individual uh, independent contractor or if like you are um, a freelance musician or freelance photographer or or whatever it is, you know, if you're not going out there and working, you're not making your money. But it's good to have both because when your primary job is still there, um, you know, you got more money that you can make from your self-employed business or when the self uh, when your uh, primary source is at a standstill for the, temporarily because of circumstances like this, then you can use your self-employed business to really push and create new products and services and stuff to make some extra money. Now, and it's, it's a four quadrant deal that I got from uh, Robert Kiyosaki and he talks about the four quadrants are employee, um, uh, self-employed, and then you got investor and then you have uh, a business owner. And so, with those four quadrants, you know, I ended up uh, getting into investing. I've always invested since my early 20s. And so uh, I've always done that. And like the the products or the music that I was able to put out. Hold on. So the music that I was able to put out, you know, I was able to put money aside so that uh, I could do my own CDs. And I've done that since really I was 19. Um, and so I've always been one to have the mindset of entrepreneurship and, uh, creating, uh, income, you know, through my products and services. And like in 2009, 
that's when I started um, I started my jazz web shed and I was doing lessons and things online and I want to give you um, some of my inspiration from a spiritual standpoint from the Bible okay now the whole um, topic of this is the value of diligence and so the first scripture that I thought about is Ecclesiastes. It's a passage of scripture. Uh, Ecclesiastes 11, and let's see where we're going down to. It's 11, chapter 11, 1, uh, verse 1 through 6. Now, this is really good. All right, so here we go. Cast your bread upon the waters, for you will find it after many days. Give a serving to seven and also to eight, for you do not know what evil will be on the earth. If the clouds are full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. And if a tree falls to the south or the north in the place where the tree falls, there it shall lie. He who observeth the wind will not sow. And he who regards the clouds will not reap. As you do not know what is the way of the wind or how the bones grow in the womb of her who is with child. So you do not know the works of God who makes everything. Here's the last verse. In the morning sow your seed and in the evening do not withhold your hand, for you do not know which will prosper, either this or that, or whether both alike will be good. Now, um, this is this is what I read. I came across to uh, came across like years back when I was uh, when we were in Lubbock, and um, I was doing my TA. Uh, I was a TA at Texas Tech. My wife was there too, working on her PhD. But um, during that time, I was really uh, inspired to create different things. I was uh, looking into network marketing. I was doing that because I was attracted to uh, being in business for yourself and um, having a system. And that's very key to where I'm going with this. And so I took some things from being in a network marketing company that I could apply to my own business. And that's what inspired Jazz Webshed. And so at the time back then, I had a model to where other musicians who joined Jazz Webshed could actually promote it uh, to other musicians and they could get paid, too. And so um, I did that for a while and I had to change some, some of the technology because this is back before iPads and uh, people were uh, accessing everything through their phones. So I had to change a lot of things technology wise to to accommodate things. So I kind of broke away from that model. But now I'm kind of returning back to that idea and wanted to do something like that. But here's the deal. Here's here's one of the keys. In this in this uh, passage of scripture that I took took away, it said, "In the morning sow thy seed, and sow seven or eight different things, because you never know what evil be upon the earth." And so this is exactly relevant to now. Here's an evil that is on the earth with this with this viral, 
virus. And so it's affecting us um, in the natural because we can't go out. You know, we can't uh, do gigs. We we can't work. A lot of people can't work and do different things. So it's like, what you going to do? So it pushes us to have to um, do things online or creative creative you got to think about creative ways to make your money so that you can uh, continue to stay afloat and so uh with that in mind like way back then way back then so <laughs> i was inspired to create these multiple streams of income i had my gigs that i could do i had my teaching that i could do i could teach online i could teach in person i could even perform online i even created um um, a membership site so that people could subscribe to it and um, be able to access my information um, monthly. And then later, I was able to monetize my YouTube channel and I just got paid from YouTube yesterday. And so I was following the Bible. And the thing that's so good when you keep your focus on the source, God is a source. He'll give you everything you need. And so when here's the key in a time like this, when everybody's trying to be right and share who's been affected by the disease and how many died and and you better hurry up and get your food and, and all of this stuff. Of course, you, you need to be aware of what's going on. But at the same time, know that God is your source and he will take care of you because the enemy will step in where your imagination will be running on all of these things that could happen and you miss focusing on all the things that you should focus on to, to take care of yourself and your family and even, you know, the next generation. So that's what I'm saying. There's opportunity here, but this leads into uh, the next passage of scripture. All right. So the next passage of scripture came from Proverbs 6, 6, and uh, where did I go? I, I went down all the way to uh, 11, I believe. So 6-6 six, six through 11. And this is about the ant. This is really good stuff. So it says, go to the ant, you sluggard. <laughs> Consider her ways and be wise, which having no captain, overseer, or ruler, um, provides her supplies in the summer and gathers her food in the harvest. How long will you slumber? O sluggard, when will you rise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. So shall your poverty come on you like a prowler. And you and your and your need like an armed man for the kingdom of heaven is like, OK, yeah. OK, that's it, because I, I posted another one. I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's it. So the ants, man, they're always working, always diligent and they're creating, creating their ant mounds. You know, you got to think about those ant mounds. That's a lot of little grains of dirt. And they be piled up and they all be in there always working, you know. And I heard uh, my pastor talk about when you go and you kick 
an ant mound, the first thing they do is scattering everything. They they rebuild it. They're working on rebuilding again. And um, and that's the thing. We get so distracted by social media and by what other people are saying or looking to see what other people are doing. And we're not focusing on what we need to focus on. The, the word of God is our source and supply. It's what we need. You know, we focus on getting our nourishment from the word of God and it prepares us for these times. Like that's the whole point. Like we're we're believing God for the end. You know, God wants us to have an expected end. You know, no matter what field you're in, I mean, you can be a, 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 a you can own a restaurant or you can be uh, an employee for Amazon or you can be working uh, a desk job. Or whatever, no matter where you are, the word works for everybody. Like even with me, like I'm I'm visually impaired since since birth. You know, scar tissue on my retina, which I can't put corrective uh, lens on. I can correct my vision a little bit with lens, but not as much as anybody else who has a problem with the eyeball itself. So if your problem is in the eyeball, you can put corrective lens on it on you know through glasses to be able to see 2020 but for a person who has scar tissue on the retina they can't do that so all my life has been like this and i've always had to uh do things uh i'll find alternative routes to to get stuff done and one of the strengths that i've been able to um to have is that of hearing so i memorized a lot of stuff and i had to study and learn things which took longer to commit things by memory, but at the same time, it creates patterns. It creates uh, certain habits in the way that I'm wired to be able to uh, just remember and, and remember things and to, uh, you know, to be more, I don't know, <laughs> productive or diligent with things because I had to in order to stay afloat. So the options that were um, available for people who can see, you know, were not my same options. So I had to do other things. And so this would inspire me to create different products, to practice and to uh, start a membership site, to uh, write a book, you know, to, um, you know, just think of all of these different things that I could do to where I didn't have to be gone all the time in order to make my money as a musician. Um, so, I mean, all of that is in my makeup and I use the word, the Bible say, I, I think I mentioned it last, last podcast in second um, Corinthians 12, nine, where this was where, uh, Jesus response to Paul, when he asked God three times to remove the thorn in his flesh. And he said, for my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. So most gladly should I boast in my infirmities for my setbacks, reproaches, or where I'm weak, then I am made strong. So God has his way of working through us. Um, and sometimes we have to deal with certain things uh, because his glory can be revealed through it. But the thing about it, I didn't look at my uh, disability or whatever or impairment as an impairment or a disability. I just looked at it. Um, you know, for what it is. And I had to make things happen. And so that's a mental thing. There's a lot of people who got good sight 
and don't have any impairment and they're impaired, you know, but it's mental. It's a mindset more so than it is an actual physical uh, disability. If you, man, you know, I, it's this guy, I think Nick Vujicic, he don't have no arms and, and, and feet, you know, but he's married and he speaks and inspires people all over the world. And so it's just, I keep looking over here like I'm streaming live over here, but I'm, I'm here. But, but the whole point is, you know, it's, it's a mindset. And if you can fill yourself up on the right word, the right, uh, words and, um, and you actually move forward on what you uh, what you study and what you believe, you know, it's it's faith and works. It's faith in work. And because the Bible is real and it's it's a sowing and reaping thing, the more you put you plant and the more you put seed out there, you know, stuff is going to grow. And, you know, maybe this will grow, maybe that not too much. But if you keep on, you know, planting seeds. And putting things out there, you never know what type of return you'll get. But if you don't plant anything, you don't have the option to be able to see what what will happen. And so even when you're creating products and services, a lot of products might not work or, or you get a return as good as what you thought. But you had the opportunity of doing it and you learned something from it. So next time uh, you can do it better. You got three, you got options. Like I heard, um, I was reading a book and uh, it was talking about uh, Thomas Edison who had failed like a thousand something times on creating the light bulb, but he didn't look at it as failing a, a thousand something times. He looked at it and, and, and he saw a thousand things that didn't work, you know, a thousand ways that he tried that, that didn't work. So he had some data from that. So the next time, he was able to hit it. And of course, you know, he's responsible for for a general electric, you know. And so, you know, it's, it's always a matter of perspective, but you can't you can't even receive or process what you're doing right when you're looking at what everybody else is doing and what everybody else think it distracts and it disturbs you from your focus and your process. Whereas y'all heard this. What God has for me is for me. That's right. We can draw inspiration from other people, just like, you know, you watching this and drawing some inspiration. I watch and listen to other people and we draw inspiration from them. But at the same time, you have to be uh, one to apply what you um, what you get. And you, you can't just be paralyzed even uh, from taking in so much information that you don't do nothing. And I think that can be a challenge, especially in this time. I'm going to look at the comments in a minute. I just want to get through this, uh, the last passage of scripture, and then I want to talk about uh, some, some more of the stuff that I'm doing uh, right now during this time to offer for, for, for those out there. So, um, all right. So this is a good one. I was talking about this one to uh, my Instagram people. This is uh, Matthew 25, 14. And this is the parable about the talents for the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who called his own servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one, he gave five talents to another two 
and to another one to each according to his own ability and immediately he went on a journey there he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents and likewise he who had received two gained two more also but he who had received one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. After a long time, the Lord of those servants came and settled accounts with them. So he who had received the five talents came and brought five other talents saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of the Lord. Then he who had received the one talent came and said, Lord, I know you to be a hard man reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid, see, I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. But his Lord answered and said to him, you wicked and lazy servant, you know that I reap where I have not sown and I gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers and at my coming, I would have received back my own with interest. Therefore, take the talent from him and give it to him who has 10 talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will have abundance. But from him who does not have, even what he has will be taken away and cast the unprofitable servant into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So that's a story, a passage of scripture that I heard uh, as a young kid. And so I always had this driving thing inside of me to produce and to create, um, to multiply the talents that God has given me or the things that he's, the gifts that he's entrusted me with. I want to make sure that at the end of my life, you know, I, I can finish and complete and God will say, well done good and faithful servant. You were faithful over few. 
I'll make you ruler of many. So that has spiritual implications in terms of uh, knowing who you are in, in Christ and being able to uh, be a light in darkness and, and be able to multiply, uh, be an asset for the kingdom of God to bring more people to him as well inside of your home to be an example to lead a family and to take care of a family. Um, but in the natural sense, also, when you have a talent or you have a, a, a gifting, you know, whether it be speaking or whether it be uh, cooking or whether it be uh, making clothes or whether it be an accounting or leading people, you know, these are all uh, natural um, uh, talents that can be used in a workplace. It can be used in a self-employed business. It can be used. Uh, you can also use the money that you generate from your talents and the money you get from your job to invest. And then eventually, if you learn leadership, business leadership, and you learn how to delegate a, a, your system that you create, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute, you can delegate things to other people and eventually be able to get to that part of the quadrant, which is business owner. You know, everybody will look at these big companies that we work for and the companies that we use their software. And we just like, wow, that's great. He created, uh, you know, the computer or he created the search engine. Or I love to use this product or love to get all my stuff on Amazon or whatever. These are people who had ideas that created something that got smart people to help create and develop their idea. But they had more than just an idea. They had a system. And so this is where I think a lot of people get stuck and get hung. Even myself, you can have an idea. Everybody can have great ideas. But for those ideas to continue to flourish or to continue to, to go and generate income, you have to have a system in place. And so individually, we have a system. I have a system in terms of how I get things done or how I was able to improve as a saxophonist and and flourish you know and so i had to create a system um, to be able to communicate it to other musicians who want to um, accomplish similar uh, accomplishments <laughs> accomplish accomplishments <laughs> to accomplish similar things you know in that particular field so i had to systematize some of my education all right and so I learned a lot of this even from doing an online membership site through my Texas Tenor Music Academy. That's what it's called now. Um, but initially in the beginning, I was just inspired just to create these videos and put them inside of my membership site. And so um, what I've learned over time, I've had to hire freelancers and hire graphic designers and um, even you know a lot of the things that I did myself from creating emails and, and letting people know about new video uploaded and editing the video and creating thumbnails. All of those things I had to do from being self-employed, but I learned from reading other books and other materials. You want to create a system because this is going to separate a business owner from a self-employed person. 
Because you think about McDonald's or a franchise, a franchise has systems, has a system in place and manuals that teenagers can go and follow, you know. But the business itself, you know, you might have hamburgers as the main product, but anybody can make a good hamburger, but everybody can't make a good system. You know, you got McDonald's is the most popular, Ray Kroc. You know, he had a system. He saw it as real estate, you know, and so his ideas were way beyond just giving people hamburgers and fries. And so I learned that just in some of the material that I've read and I've uh, grown myself uh, from the standpoint of just thinking about playing music and just playing gigs to the point where I'm trying to create a system so where um, other people can... Um, Find out about what I do, you know, uh, take advantage of my products and my services and deliver them, uh, deliver the products to them, market the products, you know, out and analyze my data and uh, keep the system going. And so in order to do that, you got to learn and you got to read. So that's the thing. Your, your mind is your asset. Like in my book, The Christian Musician, I talk about how your real gift is the way you think, you know, it's not our music ability. The music ability is just one avenue that your giftedness is displayed through. And so, um, by the way, you can get my access to my book. If you, um, you can go to Amazon, the Christian musician, or just text me, text and just text book and you'll get a link so that you can get it. Uh, off of Amazon. So I'm doing everything through textquaman.com. Uh, textquaman.com. You can also do, uh, if you want to take lessons with me, this is commercial break. Uh, lessons, just text lessons to that same place or um, text um, academy to that same place. Um, that's my academy that I have, uh, my membership site where I put up lessons. And also tonight I'm doing a uh, group master class or group class. You can text group class to that same place too. So anyway, uh, but what was I? What I was? What, I, what was I talking about? So, uh, but having these, okay, system. I'm talking about a system. So I'm learning right now where I am at the point of of my business. Uh, I really uh, need to focus on creating a system all the way through. Uh, when I say all the way through, you really you really learn the older you get, uh, the more you start thinking about your intellectual property or the things that you create and your system that you have in terms of how you do stuff. You want it to live beyond you. You want it to be something that can you can pass on to your kids or benefit your kids, you know, and others around the world when you're when you're gone and so that's where you 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 think about a system you think about something uh that'll just keep on going because you took the time to put get get this out of your head and put it down in a book or put it down um in a course or uh write a manual of how you would get things done so that you can uh, delegate things to other people who uh, can do it. So I learned that, you know, 
when you when you got a product or you have a skill, that's that's like the one that's like one piece of the puzzle, and um, you have to mature and get to the point where you're not just glued to having to make your money through just your extending your time uh, for money. Uh, you have to get to the point where you can just create stuff and your ideas will make you money without you having to necessarily uh, exchange your time all the time. You know, and so I remember I did a, a video last year or so, and I was talking about the three different types of uh, income. You got active income, you got passive income, you got portfolio income or investment income. And so the active income is the stuff that you have to do, you know, exchanging your time and your energy for money. Then you got passive income, which is stuff that you can do probably one time and get paid recurrently. So that's like doing a CD or doing a, um, a, a, a single or uh, doing a, a YouTube video or do even doing a podcast. You know, these are things that I did one time and I can make passive income on those, you know. And so um, doing a book, you know, the digital products, you can make uh, passive income on those things. So the, the, the third one is the investment income. So the investment income is like you have rental property or you might have some gold or silver or something like that. And so you moving you the thing is you're moving the money, the money that you make, the paper money, the currency that you get from um, your services and products and work, you get a portion and you invest that into something that can make you residual income. And so I just learned um you know, within the last few years, uh, really, to you should invest that into something like real estate, a hard asset, or gold and silver. You know, something that will hold its value. Because the thing about I'm learning all of this stuff um, now too. Because the thing about the dollar, when you have a government that can just print up more dollars, and uh, they do that to stimulate the economy, what they say stimulate the economy. It really makes it worse. It, it devalues. It's a temporary fix, but it devalues the the currency. So because you got way more money that you pump into a system, then it makes the value of what you had or the inflation of products and and services. The companies can inflate the prices because the government has dumped more money into the system, and so. I remember talking to my mom about when she came up and how they used to go to the show, <laughs> they called it, and they could get certain things for a quarter, a nickel, and, and all of that, and they could get a house for like $30,000 and and all of those things, and I was like, wow. But so think about the prices now. You know, it's the same or physical thing. It's the same physical thing, but the implies, the price has like quadrupled on it. And so I never really understood uh, how that worked, but I'm learning just from studying the history of, me, of uh, money and everything. And I'm learning about inflation and what they call quantitative easing, you know, QE and what they do when they bail out. They dump in more money. They're printing money. And so they dump it into a system. And so really, if you relied, 
if you're totally reliant on working for a company to 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 uh, you know for, for your money then you you're gonna always be in the rat race you're gonna always uh, be a slave to the system especially if you're putting your money in the places that they're encouraging to put your money into like the stock market and they're manipulating it because it'll go up for a little bit four or five four years or so really if you look at every election it seems like um, you know you'll have some type of pandemic or, or not pandemic but some type of scare or virus or something that'll cause the economy to go down then when a new president gets in it'll start going up again but it's always going to be a cycle like that but what you want to do is move your money into assets that will um, you know appreciate and something that makes sense that made sense to me was to do real estate to invest in real estate property and then I started looking into to the gold and silver so but anyway that's that's what I wanted to share and really you get this stuff you learn this stuff um, when you focus on the right stuff and not getting distracted on the fear or just focusing on what they're putting out on the media you know there is good information out there there is good sources the first one is the Bible you get it from the Word of God and then you look at your talent and your ability and you create you produce what you can with what you have and um, you just start getting wiser about when you do get money you make sure you can double it or triple it just like the talents of uh, the, the parable about the service with the talents you know that's in the natural of course first and foremost we want to be make sure we have a relationship with God through knowing Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and uh, um, asking him into your heart you know um, and uh, actually repenting from your sins you don't want to get caught up into creating uh, you know creating obstacles for yourself just because of bad decisions you you know we need to get to the point where we get past that because life is more uh, than just trying not to sin <laughs> you know it's it's that's the thing about about God like he has so much that he wants us to do that he wants us to enjoy um, but we have to get over the basics so that we can start focusing on um, the 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 more abundance you know because that's what he said he came and we might have life and might have it more abundantly but the devil will be uh, having you focus on all of the 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 little foolish things you know and then you never get a chance to get into the abundance because you can't get over the basics just like um, Paul was was talking to one of uh, the churches saying you know you still need the milk you know you can't get into the meat because you you still on the milk <laughs> but anyway that's pretty much it um, I think I covered a lot and um, I hope it was helpful for you on your um, your break, your lunch break. And uh, uh, make sure you check out um, the YouTube channel where I have this is Texas Tenor, youtube.com forward slash Texas Tenor, T-E-X-A-S-1-0-E-R. Make sure you follow me on Jazz Webshed if you're a musician and you want to learn uh, jazz improvisation skills. You can follow me there on that channel, jazzwebshed.com. Uh, 
well, no, Jazz Webshed is the YouTube channel. Um, also, tonight I'm doing a, a, a group class, and you can have access to that group class. Um, and my my price is is uh, reduced for that, just twenty five dollars for uh, at least an hour and some more, and we'll cover any questions that you have uh, about jazz saxophone uh, techniques, ewe techniques. And also, I'll be talking about some all online music business stuff, some strategies, and let you know what I'm doing during this time. Uh, so that's tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Make sure you sign up. Just text group class to uh, to that number, Texas TextQuaman.com or 817-242-2732. 817-242-2732. So everything that you want, just text it to me, and then I can uh, reply back that way. So that's it for now. We will see you next go around, y'all. You've been listening to the Productive Q podcast, where we help you to overcome being unproductive so you can produce in the area of your passion. If you really enjoy this podcast and you would like to support it with a financial gift, go to bit.ly forward slash support PQ. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash S-U-P-P-O-R-T. Your financial support will help in the production of future programs. Thank you so much for listening.